Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how is your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. I am Spike Lou on them same social sites. Holla at your boy. How you hold it up out there, sir? Man, I cannot complain. I'm Steve Novak out here still. Mm. Uh, watching football, waiting on basketball to come on, man. I don't need a house anyway. I'm good. You're jumping right into the controversy with the Steve Novak comments, man. I know. Let me chill out. Let me chill out, man. That's super divisive. Let me chill. I don't think people should ask people about their vac status, man. I'm going to use my platform to say that. How about that? (laughs) Why do you care? If you're vaxxed, why in the fuck does it matter to you? How about that? Anti-vaxxer Lou. No, absolutely not. Don't put me in that. I'm just saying, why it matter to you? It's what you got back for, right? So you ain't got to worry about with other people being vexed. We don't want to lose all our new listeners in that <laughs> intro. So, hey, we're joking around. Welcome to the podcast. This is a hip-hop podcast. We're not talking about vaccinations, man. Absolutely, man. We're talking about another V on this particular episode, man, versus... Mm-hmm. We're doing fantasy versus matchups, mm-hmm. matchups that we want to see. A couple of things we might even want to see change with versus. We'll talk about that in just a second, man. Also, Drake and Weekend have courses at universities now. And Fifth has a new TV show, The Long Awaited BMF Dropped. What do we think about that? But first, Birdman, your man's baby, Brian Williams, hopped on Big Facts podcast. Oh, he said a lot. He said a whole bunch of shit. He talked about the infamous video with him kissing Wayne. He talked about paying Wayne, uh, Nikki, and Drake an absorbent amount of money from his Universal deal. He also spoke about his original Universal deal, making between twenty to forty million a year off of royalties alone off of that deal. My question to you: What stood out to you in many in any one of these gems that Birdman dropped? The 20 to 40 million a year was big. That's nuts. Um, it also stood out to me how open that he was to the big facts platform, how praiseworthy that he was. And he mentioned what we say on here a lot, being a Southern media platform that the South don't really get the representation when you're talking about the talk. That's what I was talking about last week uh, in my verses with, with JD and Puff Daddy. Like uh, the South don't get a lot of representation when you're having the cross talk. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it may be Southern media and people out there. We may be running the game, but this platform, these platforms, we need more of. And I appreciate it, baby, for recognizing that. Um, the thing that stood out to me is when he said that when Universal gave me my money, I gave Wayne this, I gave Drake this and I gave Nikki that. And I didn't think I didn't think, well, why wow, that's a lot of money or anything like that. I immediately went back to the news at hand, Karen Civil, Jonah Lucas. Yeah. And $60,000. And I'm like, damn. So that's how much it takes to break a Drake. Then I went back to Wendy Day because she told us, if you're a new artist, you're going to spend a hundred and some thousand dollars. He's saying that he gave $500 million to Lil Wayne. And that's the reason Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. That's why you see him everywhere. That's what it takes to create, move around, go to shows. That's how much it is to be a Lil Wayne. And I believe that. Based on the numbers that Wendy gave, based on the numbers that Joyner Lucas saying he lost trying to get popping, those aren't extravagant high numbers, but for the, 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 the fences that they're swinging for, okay. I get that because if you're telling me you had to give Drake 200 million and that 200 million produces Drake, it adds up. Well, it hold on. I, I don't I don't know if this was in preparation to build Drake who he was or if this was Drake was all, when already Drake and he just got a new deal. I I, my, I think he was saying that he got a new deal. Does it and, matter? And that's yeah, it does because if you're building up Drake, that's one thing because he's he's Aubrey Graham at that point. He's not Drake. Right. But when he's Drake, you know what I'm saying that who we know today and he's saying that he paid out over a billion dollars to his artists when the reputation for cash money is that it's harder to get that out of him. You got to sue baby to get your money because well, we've heard that story before too. Let's be very clear. These are loans. This mm. is a loan that was given. Like, do you understand it differently from me? I understand that as being like, I have a billion dollars worth of loans from universal. I'm going to loan 
500 million to Wayne for him to continue to be little Wayne and build the star. I hope I get a return off that. I'm going to loan $200 million to Drake. I'm going to loan $100 million to Nikki. That's how I understood. And then I understand it as, okay, they make that back in building what they are. Like mm. the, the, the hundred thousand Drake already spent that five years ago, the windy day, hundred thousand, the joint yeah, Lucas, gone. Yeah. that from Aubrey Graham to successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking about the bag that made him Drake or the bag that made Nikki Nikki. Like, that's a lot of money, but it makes sense. Like, as much as you see them everywhere, how young money ran the game when they ran the game, if that much was invested in them, and I don't believe Birdman to be a liar. I don't think he just sit there and lie like that. But also, like you said, it, it's he tried to twist it a little bit like I gave them that money. I understood him saying, like, I was loaned a billion dollars for my company because I had these artists and then I distributed that loan amongst those three for them to put out projects. That's how I understood it. That's how it's supposed to go. Traditionally, the complaints come in when people are saying that the the person that got the check didn't break break them off what they felt that they deserved. (laughs) That's where the complaints come in. And in this instance, I'm gonna give you the specifics. He said specifically when he got the new deal, he gave Wayne 500 million, he gave Drake 500 million, and he gave Nikki 350 million dollars. That is 1.3 billion dollars roughly. Fam, how much was the deal worth, nigga? A trillion? What no, he said it was, it was a billion. You remember he signed that deal? He said that uh in the beginning of the interview that Universal has gave him over a billion dollars. Man, right. if he paid all of that out to them. Bruh, I fucking refuse. Hey, what's your what's your problem here? What are you saying is wrong? What's off? But because he's traditionally not known for that though. So so you're telling me you woke up, Birdman woke up a brand new person, got a billion dollar check from Universal, and instead of keeping more 75% of it like he did with Manny when they were touring as big timers, you're telling me he kept a piece of change and gave those three artists the biggest lump sum of it? But I don't believe that because nah. he made an investment too, and I know he believes that. So he would keep he would keep his share. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Nah, oh okay. I don't believe I don't think that's right. I like so here's the thing: it's the music business, and baby throughout that interview prides himself on being in the music business, right? So he know how this shit work. He's been doing this longer than anybody. For sure. If he tell me, and, and this is just my brain, how I understand it, I don't know anything. I don't have any inside information. But if Birdman is telling me that I got a check from Universal for a billion dollars, and I distributed that amongst them, and he gave those numbers that you just gave, I think that this, like you, you can probably follow the money to get that. Now, I do think that he knows how to fudge the numbers, though. Mm. So if I'm building a Nicki Minaj or I'm building a Drake or I'm building a Wayne on stage, it looked like, yeah, you might have spent that much money to make them. Mm. But behind the scenes, because I'm baby and I know the tricks of the trade, I can pocket that and you can complain and say you never got it. But I can also say, hey, man, we spent that on the we spent that on the music, bro. Mm. Remember, I wrote you a check for two hundred and fifty thousand. And you spent this much on the video. You bought this car with this. Like, we had to do this in Miami. We went to L.A. for the award show. There's security everywhere you go. All the time, baby, getting to cut on it. He putting a little money up. Like, I, I just feel like that's how he know the music business. You got the privilege of being able to do that. All right, man, listen, I guess I know one thing. You disagree? Um, no, nah, nah, it's possible. It's just it's just a lot of money to. to that's a lot of money to shell out. Without... I think that money went out is what I'm saying. Then, then how does he run rich gang? Like, how, how is he running cash money? How is he running shit, though? That's what I would be confused. He just recycled the money, though, right? Like, I can take this money that I'm supposed to use for Drake, and I can just put it over. Kanye do it all the time. Well, that means he didn't give it to them there. Well, it means he it give went it to, to them. It went to their label. It went to their label. It went That's to their bullshit. project. That's <laughs> bullshit. Um, Wayne did sell his um his Young Money catalog, though. Apparently, Universal Music Group bought that for $100 million. So whatever falls under young money, I don't know. Mm. He's but Birdman said he gave Wayne 50 million in that interview. He said he pulled up on him, wired him 50 million. He said that. He said he gave him two, 50 million two years ago. So you gave him 50 and 500 million? Did he mean to say 50 when he said 500? Like, come on, that makes more sense. Why are you hung up on the 500 million? I don't understand. That's why a lot of money. He, it, it wasn't his money, though. His loan. These are loans. This Either way. Money. Either way, that's a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. But that money, but wouldn't you, wouldn't, don't you feel like that money is accounted for though? 
if it was just I'm a little, if you're if you're building person? Lil Wayne, yeah, if Lil Wayne ain't a five hundred million dollar artist, in you don't feel like that's an investment, huh? In twenty twenty one, nah, that didn't. This didn't happen in twenty twenty one. First of all, nigga, when did this, this was, happen? This was in Young Money's peak is when he was speaking of. Mm. This was at the peak of Young Money. A five hundred million dollar investment into Lil Wayne is not like the return on it. He made a, a billions of dollars off of Lil Wayne. If in this same interview, he's calling NBA young boy a billion dollar artist. He said that in this yeah, interview. I heard. Oh, it, I, I don't believe that he had any issue investing $500 million in Wayne. In I should have rapped. I don't know why I picked up the mic and did a podcast. I should have rapped. Fuck it. should have. <laughs> Speaking of should have rapping and great segue by me into NBA young boy, YouTube. They are refusing to promote the new NBA Youngboy album, Sincerely Contrell, according to his manager. Is this an understandable move for YouTube or is this a foul to you? Um, YouTube. Who owns YouTube? I don't know who owns it, but I know the CEO. Who's the, the CEO? CEO? Oh, this the Google owns YouTube. Cool. I know who doesn't own YouTube, and that's NBA Youngboy. Therefore, <laughs> if they, that's if nuts. Google or whoever the CEO's name is, doesn't want to promote NBA Youngboy's album on their platform, Susan Wokeke, Susan something. She's in if, tech. Listen, if Susan is not an NBA Youngboy fan and she doesn't want the music played on her platform, then guess what? That's that it is what it is, dude. I, I, we can't call it fair or foul. I understand it. If I'm young boy, I'm locked up. I need these streams. I don't know. Like he's an extremely popular artist, especially for his generation. Probably one of the most popular. You want as many streams as possible. You want as many eyes as possible. I don't know if the manager may have been covering up for some shit that he maybe didn't get done and try to put it on YouTube. Who knows? I don't That may be the play. We need somebody to confirm this from YouTube to be true because I couldn't find anything to confirm that from YouTube side. So we're getting one side of the story. So are they doing too much? Me personally, of course, I think they are. It's, it's, it's foul that they won't play this just because he's locked up when there's other people that have criminal backgrounds and whatnot. They have videos on YouTube that they're cool with. Can I knock them for it? Because it's they shit and they can do what they want to. No, I can't. Mm. YouTube is going to do whatever hell they want to do because they're YouTube. Number one search engine in the world. Or even over Google. Um, I'm not sure how this made news. Like you said, it sounds like somebody didn't do their job. Manager, right. whoever it may be, whatever was supposed to happen with YouTube just didn't happen because as we all know, we spoke about it before on here. NBA Youngboy is the biggest artist in the hip hop genre on YouTube. Not Drake, not Kendrick Lamar, not J. Cole, none of those people. It's NBA Youngboy. Mm -hmm. He's the number one searched artist and maybe all genres, not even just hip hop. I'm not sure on that one. Uh, but this in itself is promotion. What, what what do kids want to hear the age group that's listening to NBA young boy? Oh, he's banned or oh, you're refusing to promote him. Oh, the manager said that you're giving him problems. He's locked up. We want to hear him more free NBA young boy. Now, like free him, free the band, the shadow band or whatever you call it. Like it's just going to garner more attention. One of the things that baby got right in the interview, uh, with big facts, when he was talking about NBA young boys, like, I don't know what it is, but the generation below us is like, he got them on lock. I don't Thanks. know what he did, how he did it, or what whatever magic sauce that he put on them, what kind of Louisiana voodoo it was, but he is that dude uh, amongst that generation. And it's just, they ain't, there's nothing that YouTube can do about it, Google or any other record labels, because he has an authentic following. And you're right, this might've been part of the promo. Yeah, this might be promo. This might be part of the promo. I'm going to hop on here. I'm going to make a proclamation that the biggest search engine in the world is not playing my artist, and it's going to get picked up by outlets, which it did, and people are going to talk about it. And then in that case, hop onto platforms that are promoting it, like Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal, and then run the streams up on there. Because if I'm not mistaken, he's, he's on course to have a really high-charting album. I want to say it's number two. I think it's right under Drake no, right he now. Passing, he's projected to pass your boy with 155 total copies. Uh, okay, it's passing close. Passing CLB, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, hey, listen, so mission accomplished. He doing that's, that's not bad for somebody that's currently locked up and doesn't have the opportunity to promote it the traditional way. 
Um, so shit, maybe I need to be giving props to the manager for making that play. Have you have you listened to the album? Not yet. Young boy is cool. Like I I do actually understand why people rock with him, and he has a lot of mini me's. He's got a lot of people that kind of ran with that sound and that style. So he's very influential at the same time, but it's just not for me. I wouldn't call it slow, though. I wouldn't call it slow, but it's not for me, so I'm not in a hurry to check for it. But one day I'll get to it. Have you have you tried to run a little bit of it? I tried, man. I was cleaning up a little bit Saturday. It's rough, though. Definitely, definitely not my tempo of cleanup music. I'll let you know that right off the bat. That's I didn't fact. make it past the intro. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I had to cut that off. It's not uh, slow. Again, it's not, it's not like you said, it's not. Though. It's not yeah. slow though. Like I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. I'm not saying that I cut it off because it was slow. I was just like I knew it wasn't what I was looking for yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Um, to quote a text that I got though from my homeboy Scoops, he has a son that's in uh, a junior in high school. Okay, that's why I know that. God damn, I'm old yeah. in the motherfucker. Go ahead. And he texted him. He sent me the screenshot of the text. He asked, "Did you listen to the new NBA Young Boy?" Yeah. His son said, "Yes, I've heard it six times." This is Friday morning. And he said, laughing out loud, I guess you like him. His son replied, no skips. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that energy, though. Fuck it. It's funny, man. He got the generation on lock. Lock. I don't think he got no features it. on that. No, I think it's all him. It's like 21 tracks on there. I'm, I'm, I really want to, I really want to like try to give it a real listen though, to be honest. I do too. I got a road trip coming up, man. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm gonna try, try to at least get the half I'm of try, it. I'm trying to make it to Chattanooga. I'm, I'm gonna try to, <laughs> from Atlanta to Chattanooga, man. I'm gonna try to listen to that young boy. That's funny. I don't know if I'm gonna make it though. Oh, uh, shit. I might drive off the damn road. Um, you be doing 160. Man, it turned up for no reason, dude. Man, you pulled over. What was? What are you speeding, sir? Man, I was listening to that sincerely. Cantrell, nigga, you heard this? No skips, nigga. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! All right, man. Uh, next up, man, let's take it north of the border, guys. Anybody listening right now? Anybody in Canada? If you are a undergraduate student at Ryerson University, up there in T dot then you get a chance to study the Drake and, uh, excuse me, the weekend and Drake. They announced um, coming up January, 2022, they have a new course. It's called deconstructing Drake and the weekend will be offered in the uh, winter semesters, man. Start next year. Pretty dope. We love to see hip hop in the universities. My question, what other artists from this generation could be subjects of courses like these? Great question. There is a book. It's uh, on trap music. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I can't find. I'm trying to credit the author. We went to a was it complex something that was down here and she was speaking there. She has a music. She has a book on trap music. She's a a, a doctor here. Yep. yep. I say that to say I would love uh, not specifically an artist, but trap music from Outkast to T.I. to G to Gucci Man. A class Mm. on how he's breaking it down because Outkast, of course, began the term in their music. T.I. had the song. Jeezy, of course, blew the doors open and Gucci Mane done his thing. I think that would be a fire course to teach to kind of give the genre more definition other than when people try to define it by sound. I don't think that's a sound defined genre. And I think that'll help that. And the other one that I had off that is screw music. Mm. Um, I'd love to hear I'd sit through uh, however many uh, semester course on screw music, the slow down aspect of it, why it's popular in Texas, why it never really caught on or catches on outside of Houston, but it's so immensely popular inside of Houston and just like that whole culture, I think is amazing. I'd love to sit through a course on that. So mine would be the trap music, the Outkast, the T.I., the Jeezy, the Gucci Man or screw music in Houston. Yeah, I like that, man. And before I get to what I think will be dope, um, this particular school, it's a creative school. It's called the Creative School, Ryerson University, the Creative School. And I'm not sure exactly what, how they're deconstructing Drake or The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it, though. This is a Canadian school. Those are two of the biggest Canadian acts ever. So if there was anybody you were going to deconstruct, it would be them two. Uh, but I will be interested to see how, specifically the weekend. I have an idea of how you could deconstruct some of Drake's music, but 
the weekend, I, I would be interested to see what they have planned for that. Um, I do like going with a sound. Um, like you said, the screw sound, that's pretty cool. Or the trap music genre itself. Um, I would do the same for like a drill um, in Chicago. Or also you could do a two part, whereas one on one is Chicago and then one on two is New York, specifically Brooklyn. And the differences in between the two and kind of everything that surrounds it, just getting deeper into those subcultures, um, those sub genres of hip hop. I think that would be cool. And then also going to the West Coast and getting like a kind of enigmatic type personality, like a title, the creator and breaking down some of the stuff that he does and he makes and his interviews and his looks and just all the stuff that he's progressed to over the years. I think that'll be an interesting conversation if somebody or interesting course, if somebody would to break that down and just kind of where he came from to where he is now. Um, I think that would be super dope, man. So either an interesting person or uh, a subgenre like drill and, and, and incorporate an area like Chicago or New York. I think that'd be dope. Yeah, I think that'll be fly too. Be we, fly. I, we talk about this all the time. Every time a, a new course pops up somewhere, yeah. I want everybody to be clear. Really they didn't have none of this shit when we was going to college, dude. Nothing close to it. I might have stayed longer if they did. So kudos to the young people listening or the people listening with kids getting ready to go to college. Man, if they offer this at, at some university, man, please have them pop into this shit, man. It keep them interested in the rest of the shit, dude. Yeah, if y'all take these courses out there, let us know how it goes. Let us know what's in there. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a comment under one of the pictures. Let us know how the course goes. If it's all it hyped up to be, is it whack? Uh, we'd love to, to get your feedback on it, too. Absolutely. If this shit was whack, I'd be hot. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, move. I teach the class. Nigga, move. Nigga, right, damn. Man, that ain't even right, my nigga. Come on, bro. <laughs> banging that shit when it came out. Nigga, you weren't even outside. Imagine telling the professor that. Nigga, you weren't even outside, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a show. You get like an old head nigga, and, and he get back in school. <laughs> and he in the, the, the Tupac chorus, nigga, man, nigga, you ain't even outside, nigga. nigga. You know how many niggas we used to beat up off of this nigga? You up here teaching that wood? Who beat your ass to this shit? Old ass trench nigga, big wide leg jeans and shit, nigga. <laughs> in a Tupac chorus. That would be oh, that's a fact. What we got next, man? Man, finally. We've talked about it here forever. We're big fans of television, as you guys know, if you're big fans of the On Deck TV show. BMF, the hip-hop story, the last great crew of hip-hop. Uh, there's a TV series. If you've been sleeping under a rock, then you do not know that 50 Cent has his third, fourth, fifth TV show on. And this one is about BMF, Big Meets, the story, the rise and fall of BMF and his brother Terry. It premiered this week on Stars pilot episode, Animal Brown. We've been waiting on this for a while since it was pinned that it was going to be announced. We didn't believe it was going to happen, but it's finally here. Did you watch? What did you think? Yeah, I did. I checked it out for sure early Sunday when they dropped it. We were, well, I speak for myself. I was skeptical, to say the least, with some of the casting choices. <laughs> Uh, we saw Eminem was going to be in here as White Boy Rick. We saw Snoop Dogg was going to be in here as a preacher. We saw Cash Dogg making her acting debut. To my knowledge, this is her acting debut. Uh, so, and then they even picked Big Meech's son to play him. We didn't know how this was going to go. Was this going to be trash? Or was it going to go the route of NWA and turn out good like how Ice Cube's son did? First impressions off the first episode, I thought this shit was fine. Like, I was I was super fine with it. I was like, okay, I like where this is going. I like the time period in which they started with. I think there'll be a segment of people who may want them to fast forward to get to the Atlanta shit. And, that, and I understand that, too. I, I'm cool with the story unfolding. And let's see how we got to that. The, the Atlanta stuff is well documented. But maybe uh, more people don't know so much about how they built up to that. So I'm cool with it. I thought the son was doing a fine. He was doing a fine job, in my opinion. Um, he, he sold it to me. Um, it helps that he kind of looks like him, favors him. So I was here for it, man. I, I like the first episode. I'll be tuning in all season. Mm, on one hand, I agree with that. Uh, you're 100% right, man. It, it, it was decent. It was, yeah. it was dumb straight. It, the, the acting was good uh, in, in cases. I like Lil Meech playing Big Meech. Uh, I, I, I love the old Detroit seeing how that was put together, like having the, the view into the old hustling 
ways of Detroit and how it was set up and how they broke down, how the games were. I loved it. All yeah, of that. On one end. On the other end, if I didn't have like the Book of Power and then the Book of Canaan and, and, and this and Lord of Tariq book or whatever it may be in the whole power thing, I think this would be more impactful. It takes a little bit away from it. And I think this is better than those. Mm-hmm. But it falls in the same wheelhouse. It's just like you're telling them the same story. And part of the reason you hit on is because they took it back to those days and they gave you the, the pre-story. It would have been fine to start in Atlanta. Run it up. Mm. Like, we know how this ends, bro. Like, I don't really need the backstory on Meech. He was a hustler, bro. Show us the good shit. Like, TV shows are good sometimes when you fall right into the action, bro. Mm. And I like in a 24 style, breaking bad style, like, bro, show us what's going on. Boom, it's 2005. The, the feds on meets Terry in LA, they beefing, like, let us know in and on that. I think that would have been a way more exciting story. And also, more importantly, it steps away from the power world because this looks just like that. The setup yeah. is the same. Yeah. Like, you're giving me the same setup. You're just putting BMF in it, which is fine. I love to see all the black stuff on TV. I, I love it. I, I, I 100% am going to tune in and, and hope and root that this show continues to get better. But on the other end, to step outside of that vein, started in Atlanta, bro. Give me Big Meech. That's what we signed up for. It's what I want to see. I want to see BMF. I don't want to see Terry and Demetrius. Uh, I want to see BMF, the best show on the road. The world is yours. The, the billboards, the feds outside the club. That's what I signed up for. So I'd love to see that. And I think it would have been, like I said, a way for 50 to get outside his wheelhouse. Now that's fair because the, the prequel vibe, it does, you can't help but think of the ghost book 8, 12, 7, and 14, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I that that's fair, but I, I think you have to add context and give why to their motivations, though. And seeing them at the crib broke uh eviction notices, like you have to understand why people do what they do and why they're motivated. Because without that, then there's no we just like I just got through watching Boys in the Hood over the weekend for the first time in like probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. And watching it as an adult it obviously hits a lot different than when you probably saw it as a kid or a teenager. But the reason it's so good and it's so critically acclaimed is because they showed the circumstances that surrounded them and made people do what they did. And you understand it more. It's not just gratuitous. It's not just niggas doing shit, niggas doing like, that's what, that's what's wrong with like hood movies. And we'll get to this a little bit later on when we talk about Boosie movie. But that's what's wrong with a lot of like hood movies. They're just like doing like they're like showing the highlights of the hood and niggas showing how tough niggas is. But there's no character development. There's no reasons for the season, which is why that stuff be basic as hell. When the situation like this, it gives you layers. It makes you give a shit about the people. And I'm saying and this is really probably more for the people who don't know the BMF story than it is for the people who do. That's fair. That is a very fair point. My response to that would be the candy with the medicine argument. And you know the format that you have for prequels work. Like with Power, it started out with Ghost. For sure. And we get these spinoffs and and, and those things. With the BMF story, as familiar as we are with it, I think that there's a lot of people that aren't as familiar with it. And I feel like the story gets more eyes if you start in, in that position. Like the 2000s is still a period piece that hasn't been done. You don't got to go back to the 80s or 70s or wherever they went back. You can focus on the 2000 mm-hmm. and still bring it in. And at the same time, most importantly, what my focus here is on the point is give it a different flavor from everything else that you're doing right now. And this is more so directed at 50, not BMF yeah. series or anything else, but just to give it a different flavor is now I got one that's set in the 2020s. Now I got one that's set in the nineties. Now I got one that was set in 2010. And now I got one that's set in the two thousands, as opposed to having two running simultaneously. And the example what I give, like when I watched the season finale of Kanan, I knew that I had to give it a break. Like I couldn't go right into that BMF cause it'll feel like the same thing. Yeah. Like I watched, I was watching Kanan. It ended this weekend. Soon as I ended up, I was like, should I watch the BMF? And I'm like, nah, because then I don't want that to lead to my influence on like, so just let me give it a day. 
and I had to wait today. So I think he should have just gave us some more flavor, split it up, man. Give us I, big meats, man. We've been saying this for a minute, though. Hollywood, holler at us. The 2000s piece is going to oh, be got fire. You. Got you. Somebody got to do that. It might as well be us. Give us a call. Got email you. us. DM us. Do whatever Pitch you need to do. ready. Pitch is it's, ready. Just tell us where to show up. It's long overdue, guys. All right, man. Y'all let us know what y'all thought about the BMF series, man. Does 50 have another hit on his hands? Leave a comment at On Deck TV Show or just leave a comment on the YouTube, man. Appreciate that as well. Uh, let's get into the main topic this evening, man. Versus. Versus is still alive and well. A lot of people try to write it off. It is on and popping. The most recent one we had was Fat Joe and Ja Rule. Um, that got us thinking. And even with the speculation between JD and Puff, it got us thinking like, man, okay, if we were running versus for a day, <laughs> what fantasy matchups would we want set up? You know what I'm saying? So like we we both have a couple, um, three to five. Give me uh give me a couple of one or two just real quick and let me know, you know, why you have that matchup and what would make it dope. Well, to, to throw one off the whelm that we've kind of hit on before just to lead into this topic. What Diddy tried to say against JD was that, oh, I'm an executive, so I can just go and play shit that just got bad boy name on it. I wasn't in the studio. I didn't write nothing, but nigga, I paid for it. Yeah. Okay. If them the games that you want to play and that's what you want to do, then we can go Diddy versus Baby. Because mm. I got Drake. I got Nikki, I got Wayne. So, like, now we can do this, and I think that you get a different attitude. Like, JD a little nigga. Like, there's only so much respect the Puff gonna give him just because he's 5'4". Much respect to JD, his presence. Respectfully. I'm joking, of course. But at the same time, he ain't gonna have that same energy for Baby that he gonna have for JD. It's just not. It's just a fact. Baby and Puff fuck with each other? I don't know. And that would be very interesting to see. Okay. Them in the same room playing the hits, both of them having access to a, a mad vast majority of the music business and like being able to see those two egos go for two, three hours in the same room. 20 songs would be fire, Baby and Puff. I can see that. Um, I, I have another one with Baby. I think that'll be that I would be more interested in. Uh, but I do have one, and I mentioned this before, so I'm gonna get this one out the way. I think a group one is necessary. I think UGK, AWOL, MJG is necessary. I, I like the super niche aspect of verses. I like that they do the niche um, verses before they went just like super pop. So I'm cool with that. Keep it in the culture. Let's do UGK, A-Ball, MJG. I'm here for that. But I wanted to get that one out of the way. I want to go to another producer one. It's been a minute. I would like to see Mike Will and Metro Boomin. I think that shit would be dope. Like, those are two of the biggest producers coming out of this generation. And they're both here locally down in the South and the A specifically. They both have a wide range of bangers that everybody is familiar with. And they're most recently probably within the last 10 years so they will be recent hits and i think that would be cool to see i don't know from a personality standpoint because i don't really know what kind of personality metro booming guy and mike will be pretty low key but i think just from a musical standpoint and not necessarily the nostalgia piece but like the more recent like these will be fresh bangers <laughs> you know what i'm saying that maybe you hadn't heard in about four or five years there'd be a couple and you'd be like, oh, I think I think they would go toe to toe. So bringing another producer battle, I think, would be dope because they haven't had one in a minute. Mm, I like that. You you're way more into the producers than I am. You want to take the sounds? So yeah, but I, it's I, a cheat code because you're playing a variety of artists. Like that's the right. cheat code. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're playing artists that may not get their own verses, but we still get to hear the bangers that were made though. And now that they are in person, it it personalities come That's into huge. play so much more so now. That's huge. Uh, CJ to kiss. It's two <laughs> versus performances. But yeah, personalities are a big thing. Uh, here's one that's going to be odd. I'm sure that you've never thought of it. Uh, but my whole focus in this, since my rant last week with the Southern and the South not being taken seriously and 50 adamant that he didn't want to go against T.I., I was like, well, who could T.I. face? Like, who mm. is it? Busta Rhymes wasn't it. And I just thought, and I thought, and I was like, well, ain't nobody for T.I. And I settled on a name. 
I'm not sure if this is good or not. I'm throwing it out here into the atmosphere. I'm going to get your reaction and the listeners. Uh Just think about it. Before you even react, just think about it. T.I. and LL Cool J. I've thought about it. It's trash. (laughs) You didn't think about it. It wasn't long enough. You Practice your dramatic pause, Stephen A. I couldn't couldn't play it off. I couldn't. (laughs) Only only reason because the two different LL Cool J and Ti don't work. They're two different genres. I mean, what well, they're, they're two different eras. Eras. But I mean, shit, Buster was asking for smoke. You and did we get Buster smoke? No, <laughs> because. But I feel like if people match. feel like if people felt like the Buster was okay, then just give me LL Cool J. Give me somebody for real. Like, I ain't know. Because I think now, don't give me, don't get it twisted. LL can do a versus like. Yeah. You, you, like, just you don't want to see him against T.I. I would rather see somebody in his air because the music is going to sound too dated, bro. I'm bad in 24s. Like, you're automatically going to lean to 24s. I'm bad always going to hit. I don't know if it's going to no, hit. I'm bad do be hitting. I listened to that the other I had to listen to that to, like, to even get to this point where I considered it for a versus. But I was like, that nigga was ripping it. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Nah, he was I had to look and check the year and everything. I was like, this nigga still this dude that's. 35 years later, this nigga was ripping that. Man, he was ripping that shit. So he has still hold up, but I don't know how many points he'll get. But then you got to think, though, he got Hey Lover. Now he got, like, he LL got some can shit. creep off into the 2000s with T.I. And like, it'll be like, that's the closest person. I don't feel like nobody else on the East Coast can get T.I. no smoke. No, nah, I'm, I'm saying that, now that that can be true, but I'm saying there, there's also a better matchup for, you just got to get somebody from that era. It had to be Ice Cube and, and LL. It had to be something like that. Mm. It had to be something like that, bro. Like, but there is no versus matchup for Ti, because Fifty won't do it. And, and I mean, and my, my focus is out of the South, though. I know that there's versus matchup within the South form, so there's no East Coast gotcha. versus matchup for Ti. Is that what now, you're that's, saying? That's hard, man. That's hard, bro. I couldn't I'm think not gonna lie. I couldn't think. Like that's what I had to settle on. Little Cool J. I didn't have anybody else for Ti. If Fifty was Coast. open to doing it, do you think that would be a good matchup, though? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I got Ti winning, but it would be good. I agree. I agree. Just that 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 probably would be the most entertaining versus that has happened with yeah. those two personalities and those songs, those being as close to like current artists as we've had do it. I believe. Am I wrong? I mean, Ross and Two Chains. Yeah, Fifty don't rap no more. Let's be clear. He he does theme songs. No, that DMF theme song bang. Yeah, now that's tough. <laughs> Now the theme song is hard. He listen. Fifty does jingles now, and he's good at it. So. Hey, he need to release an album of just the jingle joints, man. He can get off, man. That BMF theme song is it. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. I hey, wasn't mad at that is at that all. Charlie Wilson on that? Yeah, tough. Hey, that, he, that was all right right there. Yeah, now nah, he killed that. I, I do have a matchup four fifty though. What you got? That I don't. I don't think this will happen, but I think it will have a story to it. And I know versus is big on stories, so I got fifty versus game. And I, I think that could work. We all know that's the that's the pupil and the master. Obviously, Fifty brought the game on. I'm, well, technically, Dre brought the game on. They didn't know what to do with him, so they linked him with Fifty. Fifty introduced him as part of G Unit. They were two alpha males. They fell out after one album, and the rest is history. A lot of people thought game career was going to be over. He ended up having a long, sustainable career, and I think he has enough bangers to warrant a twenty piece with Fifty. Because let's be honest. 50s run was short. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he can do a versus, but it was it's, he's not as big as a juggernaut as we thought he was going to be when he came out the gate selling 10 million. Um, so I think that'll be a good matchup. It'll be a good story. It'll be, probably be, be tense. They'll probably throw some shade. It'll be some shit talking. So I think I think it'll be it'll be entertaining at the end of the day. If I'm Swiss and I'm uh, Tim and that comes across my my desk hit the button to run it void run big it no stamp because and i'm gonna tell you big big no big nose as the kids would say big nose and the reason being um i just don't feel like that these two niggas are responsible enough like they they, they ain't adults like ti and 50 probably would get to a certain point of contention and but it wouldn't go too far because ti is an adult uh i don't i do not think 50 cents an adult and i he know game Game is being sued right now for not being able to contain himself on set from a chick and yeah. finger banging her while he was drunk. Yeah. So I know he's not an adult. And I think that 
when if you ever seen two niggas where everybody could not they couldn't read the room and everybody like man them the two niggas that ruined it right there you know them niggas got to fighting and they ruined it like it ain't no more verses nobody will sponsor it no more because of the shit show that happened between 50 and game they are capable of it i would not i wouldn't green light it if i was in charge of it it would be fun to see as a fan but yeah, this yeah. would be malice in the palace this is what that would be you don't 50, you... 50 is gonna go too far and game couldn't restrain himself yeah, I can see that. It, you, you don't want to be the people responsible for fucking up the verse. Fucking, bro. and they would be. And I think that's what would happen. Then you definitely don't, like you said, you don't want to be responsible for that. What else you got? Um, I took it to down south if I had to do down south, and I was trying to figure out another good one for us. Um, just niche, like you say. Yeah. And I came up with Yo Gotti and Boosie. Mm. Um, that was a strong mixtape era. They were if you were outside when the mixtapes were popping every mixtape had a yo Gotti song it had a boosie song um probably some songs together out there and uh Gotti was very supportive of boosie when he was locked up too he, he did a lot for his family so I, I think that there would be some camaraderie there and you would hit to, you would get to hear a good a lot of good chitlin circuit music from that era uh, I think that would be a, a party. That would be probably one of the more fun verses like you had with E-40 and Too Short, uh, one of those. But you want the Chitlin Circuit versus the Lil Boosie versus Yo Gotti, but it's still going to do numbers because Yo Gotti is mainstream enough. Yep. Lil Boosie is mainstream and known enough, but it's also niche enough to where you're going to have the smaller people tune in. I feel like that'll be very, very entertaining. Boosie, of course, going to do what he do. And Yo Gotti entertaining. Me and you have been around him before. He's a very smart brother, so yeah, I think that'll be dope. Yeah, they need to be an undercard because they both got ten, and that's where they stop. You are fucking insane. That's that is stopped. that is nuts. That's where it's. You stops. don't think Yo Gotti got twenty? That's where it stops. Oh and I fucks God. with Yo Gotti. That's that that's that's borderline insane. That's ten. You don't know your guy. And Lil Boosie got a hundred. We can Boosie, how, how long do you want to go? Ten is a stretch for Boosie. Got, that's nuts. We got all night. We got all night. No, sir. That's crazy. Um, I did have a couple of the themed ones that I thought would be kind of dope. And I and I and I think they haven't pulled this this cat out the bag yet. If they did. I, like I said, I had one for baby that I like would like more. And we've touched on this before. I think cash money, no limit nineties edition would be dope. Like putting that stamp on it, giving it that nineties theme. I think that'd be cool. I also thought, and, and Birdman spoke on this on big facts. They asked him who could Wayne go against. And he said, oh, Wayne can go against nobody but himself. And I was like, damn, that's kind of interesting. So I, I thought to myself, It'd be dope if we flipped that a little bit. It just did Wayne features versus somebody else's features somebody like a Kanye or somebody like that that's got features. I think that's a dope themed episode like that, that, that they could do. And you can kind of, you can kind of run with a couple of things. They haven't done that yet to my knowledge off the top of my head. So I think that'd be kind of cool too, man. I, I would be here for both of those. My theme that I ran with, I think you're having on to something great there. Mine was Detroit versus uh, Houston mm. city thing. So you set it up, you do it somewhere, wherever it may be, middle ground, have That's artists hard. from different areas DJs come or out. Something? Yeah, different DJs from there, and you have the different artists drop. I think that would be fire, and I think those were the two cities with niche. Like, you got a lot of artists with one hits, Mike Jones yeah, yeah, is yeah. in the world. That would be really, really dope, I think. And Memphis and Houston were the two that I thought of. And I think that would be fire if they could – if they wanted to expand the verses and add more artists to it and get more people into it, all right, we're going to do the whole city. We're going to do the, the Bay versus whatever it may be. That'll be dope. Fire. Whatever happened to the, I know they were supposed to do, I know three, six and bone Swiss put the call in for that to put a stop to that shit. I don't know what happened with that. Like they was going to do their own shit, nigga. And that shit got pulled. Crunchy Black said they pulled the plug on that so fast. I was like, Damn. They was doing a third. It was a bootleg one, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bootleg. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. It wasn't official. Tissue. Cease and desist. Would you stop right now? I'd be interested in hearing that, though. I ain't gonna lie. Bone got twenty. You guess no way you think Bone got twenty and, and Yo Gotti don't. That's yeah, impossible. But I ain't gonna lie. That's a stretch. Bone. Now that's a stretch. I'm and I'm a Bone fan. Twenty is a stretch. Possible. Bone they, don't they, got twenty. I let you know that right now. Let's say roll some shit we don't know about. Nah, they got. Because they, they, they can't think of the features. Was, oh, at first album was eight songs. Think of the features though. They on Biggie shit. 
They on they got the song with Pac. They on Bone. That's I mean, on uh, Pete. Huh? Oh, yeah, the song with Pac is on the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Biggie one ain't though. I don't know if Bone got twenty. You got you got Chameleon there, Riding Dirty. That's that's technically a Bone feature. I don't believe that. I'm grasping they wrote that straws. Song they Crazy Bone was on that song. No way. You see me rolling. Ah, he sure the fuck is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So th- there will be a couple of those. Oh, shit. That's All right. those little one-offs. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. They might get to 20. They're going to slow crawl to 20. Oh, well, of course. You, yo, God, he got features and everything. Yo, God, he just ain't got 20, though, is what I'm saying. He definitely got 20. That's I would. Did you think I, that? I, I want to switch it up on the R&B tip. I think Mariah and Mary J will be dope. And hypothetically speaking, Jail shit aside, <laughs> is there anybody that can hang with R. Kelly? We're just talking music here, people. On R. Kelly versus, I think he might be untouchable. I'm not gonna lie, it, uh, uh, somebody alive, <laughs> I think he's untouchable. Nah, ain't musically, beat, yeah, ain't nobody beating R. Kelly. I don't think ain't nobody. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if nigga Mike, uh, the closest is Mike. And he, I was talking to Jay over the weekend. He said that, and he said R. Kelly will still get him. I think so. What? I, I am, man. I, I don't. If you if you including writing and yeah. you got the Isley brothers shit too, like bro, that nigga, it ain't nobody probably beating him. Mike though. That's a it's yeah, nine on Mike, Thriller. It's Mike. If Mike come play the motherfuckers, then you might got a chance. <laughs> like that's that's gonna be the only one. If Mike pull up, then you might can get it off, but that's the only way. Like, that is the only way. Should they go, should they do two people who are deceased? I think a Pac, like and old school? Pac and Big would be fine. Man, no, Big ain't got twenty. Respectfully, no, he ain't got twenty. And everything, bro. And the nigga, bro, nigga made two albums, dude. Three. <laughs> we not counting shit. that. We not counting the third. Joint. Count Junior Mafia shit, Lil Kim shit. Okay. Puff shit. You can shout some well, yeah, puff shit. Yeah, victory, more money, more... Pro- I mean, well, that's his shit. The 20 is a lot, though. I don't know if he got 20, bro. Pac was a studio rat. He lived got, in the studio. Pac definitely got 20. He has Do 20. Anybody, who can be Pac? Rapper, dead or alive? Yeah, who can beat him? Wayne, I mean, that might be a matchup for Wayne. Wayne got Pac, though. Hey, you got to have a strong 20 to beat Pac. Wayne got Pac. Bam, you got to think how they, think how them 20 from Pac going to hit. Wayne got Pac. I don't know, bro. That's, that's going to be, that's a different what? one. The audiences are, are different, though, because there's people like us that are familiar with both, and there's a whole legion of people who are only familiar with Wayne, Wayne. shit, though. But there's a whole legion of people that are familiar with Pac as Pac. Like, and they know I Wayne, too. Right? I'm a straight rider. They know Wayne. to beat that. He ain't got nothing to beat. I'm a strong. What? Ambitious as a rider? Ambitious as a rider. Nigga, lollipop. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I was thinking the same thing, too. <laughs> I don't know. what Was it something Was it something about that verse that made both of us think lollipop? Because I would million percent was thinking lollipop, and that'll come on, and he'll beat that, too. I don't know he why. He doesn't like, like a milli, something like that. I don't know if Wayne beating pop. Is that's that who man. you got to pull out, though? Like, is, is that the battle for Wayne? Because that's the only person that I would, if you tell me Wayne, and we without me immediately being like, nah, he losing. Because Wayne beating everybody and until you got to Pac, and I'm like, okay, well, that might be it. He's he's beating everybody not named Drake or Kanye or Jay-Z. Now he beating all of them. Man, get the Wayne fuck. Wayne is smoking boots for everybody in verses, period. Other than maybe Drake. And the only reason okay. he may get Drake, because I can play your songs. I'm going to the car and I'm going to play your songs too. He ain't getting Kanye though. Because mm. Kanye don't produce too much. So he gonna, if you're going to play the producing shit, then you go to the R&B. You can, you can do you only can do, lacking. He ain't got the R&B that Kanye will have. That, that's what I'm saying. And you, you can do, honestly, and this is the last one, you can do Kanye the rapper versus Kanye the producer. That's how much shit he got. He could do that. So <laughs> let me ask you this then. Who is the... Is it Drake, Kanye, or Wayne? Or are we forgetting Hove? Like, who got the ultimate 20? The Mount Rushmore? of, of No, who the, the one? Who's oh, the Drake. one? That, who, who is the one that's walking in the room like, it ain't a nigga that can beat me? It's Drake. It's, it's Drake and Kanye, bro. 
if we which talk one rap- is it? Who is it? Is it one of them? Drake, I mean, Kanye might have a slight edge because he produces too. That's the cheat code. Because if you take his 10 biggest rap records and his 10 biggest produced record, then nobody's topping that. Mm. And nobody's topping that. Pharrell not topping that, who is also, un- he's unbeatable on the production side, in my opinion. But, but see, Pharrell that, that should one. be, but that, that should be the thing though. And I think this is a good topic that we've stumbled upon about this when we talk about showing love and all this shit about the Grammys and, and how they don't show us love, like this should be similar to the five mic thing. Like niggas shouldn't be shunning upon this and like, I'm not doing a versus I'm too, uh, this like it black. This is black on, this is a celebration of black culture. So us sitting here having this conversation, like, Oh, who got the ultimate 20? I feel like from a competitive standpoint, as a rapper, like that should be a point that you want to prove. I, as opposed to being mad about not going to the Grammys. And then it, it I know it's funny tying those in, but it just makes you think like the platforms that we have access and ability to, sometimes we don't understand the impact or take for granted. Like it shouldn't be a thing where a motherfucker like, well, I don't want to do it. I'm too big. I'm doing TV shows now, like 50. Like, no, nah, bro, like you ought to want that competitive advantage. Like I got these 20 for you, bro. There's one reason why that's the case because that's not coming from the fans perspective the fans are eating the shit up mm-hmm. the one reason why there's people out there like man i'm not fucking with it because you know i got shit to do I got... it's because they didn't come up with it and it's mm-hmm. not their platform that's that the reason a barrel? Why. You, you mean like crab in a barrel mentality no like alpha male like, like two alphas like, shit. Like, like have you ever noticed and we've talked about this on the show before how come two A-listers don't link up to do X, Y, and Z? Because everybody wants their name on the thing. Like it, they want it to say, "Fucking Tyler Perry presents you know, X, Y, and Z." He wants executive produced by Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. If it doesn't mm. say that in bold letters, then niggas don't want to be a part of it. But see, okay, this is a great conversation because that's a good point. And it's also avoidable because one, they don't say that when they go to the Grammys. No, they just don't go. No, I'm saying it, it's a hall. It's always a big thing about the recognition and this and that. Like I want, they want to be there. This should be in the same vein. Like I want to be there, giving niggas just like Jada Kiss wanted to be there. It should be the same amongst the whole culture. That's the first part. Now I almost forgot my second point. What was my second point? What did you say? I'm saying they, everybody want their name on the marquee, bro. They oh. didn't come up with it. Oh, okay. And, and to the second point, all right, that's fine. If it's for the culture and I'm Swiss and I'm Tim, all right, you want to put your name on this episode, what is it going to take to make it happen? Mm. Like, I don't think that we do that enough either. That ego is, is two-sided. Like, I agree with you. People do want to do that. But sometimes somebody should be, like, in that relationship. Like, okay, cool, you got it. Let's keep it moving because this is bigger than me and you and us arguing about this small shit and it being mine and yours. And even if I did create it and you feel like this, what do you need to do? it? Do you need extra money? Do you need your name on the marquee? Do you need a percentage of the ownership that I'm going to buy out from you later after this continue to be successful? What do you need to make it happen? We got to ask ourselves that amongst each other too more. I think I think versus is the exception to the rule because Swiss did. They, they, they did just that. That everybody, you know everybody I'm, I'm saying it, on it. You're absolutely they, right. They did what they you did need to just do that. I, I just don't think that 50 or whoever would actually come out and say, the reason I'm not doing this is because I didn't come up with it. That's just what they think. They're going to come <laughs> out and say, I thought the pandemic was over. Are we outside? Oh yeah. By the way, watch BMF on stars on your TV. That's hung up on the wall inside. So they're going to contradict themselves and look stupid rather than, keeping it a stack and being like, man, I, you know, I only fuck with shit that I, that I start that I do. That's Cause that's right. what they really thinking, bro. That's Cause right. they're looking like they're bowing down to them. If they do it, I that's promise whack. you. That's a, I, that's a perspective I've never considered. And that's super whack. Uh, it's, it's some slaw. Yeah. Um, don't get it twisted real quick. What's your favorite so far though? You got, you got a top three, no particular order, just off the dome, which ones you rock with the most. Great question. That's off the do. dome lock steps at, made my favorite super entertaining absolutely jada kiss always comes to show out uh jeezy gucci man i was there from beginning (laughs) to end of that one i watched the whole thing yeah um 
No skips on that versus right there, but no skips on that versus. And man, it has to be one of the earlier ones. Yeah. What was my boys, the producer that was the funny nigga, the hit boy versus Boy Wonder and Hit Boy? That was good. That was good too. That nigga was one of them niggas was funny. Which one of them was funny? Uh probably Hit Boy. The, the heaviest head nigga from Toronto. Oh no, that's that's Boy Wonder. That's yeah, Boy he Wonder. Was funny. He was funny in that versus. Do you remember he was trolling them and shit? No, nah, that shit was good. And, yeah, and they was, played unreleased joints and shit yeah, like that. Was, that was really good. That, that shit was, was entertaining good. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, if, what about if yours? I had, what were your favorites? I, I would go early too. I would go Neo Jante Austin because that had that had the like damn. I didn't know he did that. Like it had that to it. Like damn. Like that nigga. Jonte Austin wrote like some bangers. Now, like, damn. So it had that. Gucci and Jeezy had the drama. That was that was like that was like a television show, bro. Like, you know what was gonna happen. That was good. Nigga, that shit had everything. And then I would say Isley's and Earth Wind and Fire, just because they had hit after hit. Every time I thought the Isley's played something that could be beat, nigga, Earth Wind and Fire came right behind. (laughs) <laughs> that was timeless classic music being played. Thanks. So I got it. I ha- I'd have to throw that up there too. That's a good one. That is a good one. Y'all let anybody, us know y'all top three, man. Anybody beating Marvin Gaye in a versus? I'm not that deep to know his 20 records, though. Not to know his 20. I'm not that deep. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, like who has so like Luther, Stevie? They got Stevie, 20. Stevie one million percent got 20. Absolutely. Um so like Something like that. That should be lit. I don't know Luther 20. You're right. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that deep enough. Isaac's got a strong 20 like that. Clearly. (laughs) That's something to think about. I I, I thought about the worst one, too, though. I I, I had something for the worst verses. And this is easy because it was the only one where somebody wasn't versus any damn body, and that was D'Angelo. That shit was some slaw. I was in there. I I didn't even watch that. What happened? I was in there for seven minutes. It was D'Angelo and Friends. It was supposed to be D'Angelo and I believe Maxwell. Maxwell. Yeah. I, it, it, listen, if Maxwell has 20, then Luther has 100. Respectfully. Maxwell got 20. Nigga, get the fuck. <laughs> it, may be, it may be a whole album. One of them may be a whole album. But it's going to be 16 B-side records, nigga. <laughs> he ain't got 20 bangers, though. Fuck that. And and real quick, I think, I think it'll be cool a suggestion. If 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 Swiss called me tomorrow and said, "Hey man, how can we make this better? How can we, how can we improve this?" I think live voting would be dope. Somehow, some way, each round, if on whatever platform, if you could vote for which song was better or who won that round, I think that should be dope. It'll make it even more interactive. Like more people want to show up live to it. I think that'd be hard. If so, if they incorporated that somehow, that'd be lit. That would be fire. The versus live voting app. That'd, that'd be tough. You get the tech people on that right now and present <laughs> that to them. Jesus, that's a good idea. That'll be hard. Man. Um, what about Future? Be- Before we get out of here, just a couple random ones that I wrote down and didn't have a, a match for. Future, nobody. Future could go. Future and T.I. might be good, though, bro. I know, I know you were trying to see T.I. outside of Atlanta because yeah. that's, that's a layup. But that'll be, that'll be, whoo. That'll be two bangers. I mean, that'll be tough. T.I. will win, but it will be tough, though. Mm. Who else, man? I don't know T.I. beat him. No, yeah, he will. He will. And the other one that I had was Wale. Do Wale got 20? Yeah, he got 20. Him and Big Sean will be dope. Mm. Big Sean got 20. That'll be a good one. Wally That'll be, be and they in the same. That would be very entertaining. That would be. <laughs> that, dope. That, yeah, that'll be tough. Yeah, I'm fucking with that 100. Yeah, okay. I'm here for that, man. Y'all let us know y'all fantasy versus matchups again. Leave a comment if you're on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/ondecktv, man, and subscribe. Let's get to some wins and some losses. A W to the aforementioned Labusi. He dropped his independent movie, My Struggle. Got the new numbers in. He said he sold 970 thousand worth in one day did you watch it let's go i did not watch it um it's a lot of good tv on right now but i I bought it it's on deck i have not watched it yet though but i am going to watch it and i supported my guy 100 percent yeah no i love it i I love the independent film joint um i'm interested to see how it looks well actually no i'm lying i'm not interested to see the movie at all uh because the trailer made it look like like baller blocking to be honest that's that's the vibe that it gave me was baller blocking and that was 25 years ago it wasn't good then and so I'm not sure it will be good now, but please enlighten me though. if it's good. 
you, you like these type of films, independent. You're supposed to be a movie buff. You should check yeah. this out, man. When I was 17, it was cool. You, you, you'll like this, I'm sure. Just check it out. Um, We got an L to anybody, including us, that was waiting on that Benny and Drake record that we referenced last week because it leaked on Twitter over the weekend. And it was actually a freestyle, not really a song. And it was just okay on top of that. What do you think this about it? This can't be it. This cannot be it. This cannot be the Drake and Benny song that Benny was referencing. He couldn't have heard this and said, I have a Drake verse. It didn't yeah, happen. He he I, I, I got too much respect for Benny to believe that this is the song yeah, he that he's referencing. They're trolling us. They think that we're going to go with this and we're going to shit on them about this freestyle. But it's not. This ain't the song. It can't be yeah. You, I'm sure you can find this on YouTube still if somebody's got it streaming. It's just some little cool. I will say Drake did rip it, and Benny Verse was just okay. And that was the letdown for me. Benny Verse was slick mid. Yeah, Benny bringing it to the door when he raps with Drake. I 100% believe that this is not the song. <laughs> 100% not the song. No. Um, One more W, man. W to birthday gifts. Listen. Rick mm. Ross gifted his son his own Wingstop franchise location. That's then nice. Moneybag Yo's girlfriend Ari gifted him 28 acres of land. Mm. Jesus Christ, big W's for birthday gifts, dude. Facts. Those are like, those are great gifts. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to be the, like the Debbie Downer here, but those are work gifts, too, though. Like, I mean, they write off gifts. Work. You got to put some work in. Like, like That's true. Well, being specific with the wing stop, like, dude, you got to hire a manager, damn. Like, I know I ain't got to show up to this motherfucker here. They now do our pops, like. True. And franchises don't run themselves. So that, that motherfucker that, didn't come fully staffed, nigga. Right. He going to be that, in there working the fries and everything. Man, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what the funny thought that I thought. I'd be odd if I was like, I'm responsible for this. Like, for real, for real, baby. I mean, fucked up, nigga. I ain't <laughs> Hey man, you got teaching teaching nigga how to fish, man. You know what I'm it's saying? funny though. Life. It's just it's a funny thought to think that his son would would like a week later waking up like having to go unlock the stove and shit like that. Hire man, <laughs> sitting in in Ross laughing at him. That's the first thing that I thought about. That's how my mind is. And um, the twenty eight inventory and shit. Yeah, nigga having to do inventory. <laughs> I can't go out tonight. I got to count fries and make sure the wings and shit. Cause the truck come in tonight. Like what? <laughs> Your daddy Rick Ross. Yeah, I know, nigga. That's why I'm running the wing stop. <laughs> but man, Ari, that gift of money bag, yo, was dope. The 28 uh, acres of land, man. That's awesome. I love that. With also the young thug that happened a couple weeks ago, the land acquisition and building on it, not just like the house and real estate and flip, just a generic thing, but just a young thug was talking about building a community on it. Yep. I'm sure money bag, yo, has big plans for all that land as well. So that's dope. If your hypothetical daughter came right. to you and said, hey, I want to give my boyfriend mm. <laughs> 28 mm. acres, <laughs> would you suggest to her to do that? No, sir. Man, and they got to put a ring on that, my boy. Hey, my boy. Hey, you know what, though? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good question because we are at the age where that's a conversation that we think about. And I'm, I, at this age, I've thought a lot about lately, like missing out on having a dad and being able to have like those type of conversations. That's what I'm saying. Because I 100% would tell my daughter, like, are you crazy? And maybe get a nigga some <laughs> Jordans, nigga, yeah, call it a day. Give that nigga a million dollars if that's you, you or you want to splurge that bad. Like, just get that nigga some cash. But you give me that. <laughs> I, I'll make sure that did you see that that is 100% how I need to be taken care of. We're going to keep that for the family. Like, you get that nigga something else. Let him Dang, take care nigga, of some money. Fuck that. Get that nigga some cologne, nigga. Like, no. You want to give him 30 this. acres of land? We're going to take this. Our family. This is for our family. Yeah, what I'm saying. This, this is for right our here. heritage. Yeah, fuck, no. take this one right here. So you be we crying this. over this nigga in six months on these? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the money bag, yo, and everything, but like, nah, respectfully, dude. And again, like you said, the, the, the important thing that you said, be her dad. That's a great question. Like, there's a lot of people, oh, that's that sweet and that's yeah, nice. Okay. As a father, I'm sure, and we neither one of us have kids, but I would love to hear from fathers out there. What would you tell your daughter if she came to you and said that? Hey, I'm gonna buy my boyfriend, my rapper boyfriend, 28 grams. Excuse me, damn, 28 grams. I'm gonna buy my rapper boyfriend 28 acres of land. No, sir. Let's do that. Reconsider. 
Um, on Decker of the Week, man, shout out to our guy, Heavy O. He probably don't even remember yeah. this. He suggested we do this topic a while ago. Dude. Man, it took <laughs> we waited to like the 30th verses to happen, man, in order to make that happen, though. We did, finally did it, though, man. Appreciate that. Oh, longtime supporter, man. Home team all day long. Absolutely, man. Shout out to Heavy O, man. He just recently, uh, the anniversary of his mother's passed. I think her birthday or something passed. Uh, and he lost her like a year or so ago. So mm. shout out to him, man. Absolutely. Heavy wishes to him. Uh, really great guy, man. My my guy to the end, Heavy O. He definitely suggested this, and we wanted to show his, give him his flowers. Appreciate that, big dog. Um, you got to put on for me before we get out of here? Man, put on the BMF series. We are going to be reviewing that this week, so look for that in the feed. We're going to break down those episodes week by week. We felt like it was for the culture, so we got to be there. For sure. Um, also, the season finale of Canaan. We're going to break that down as well. All of those things are going to be in the feed. And I picked some football games. All of that's popping up in the feed, so you can see those over at the I Am Spike Lou feed. And um, tap in with me. We're going to win some money on the football. I did all right this week. If you're missing mm. that, you missed out on some money. Let's oh, get nah, it. Listen, listen, I'm, the par I'm parlay shouty out here in these streets. Um, <laughs> now, listen, real quick, my put on upcoming this weekend. Uh, so, you know, over the pandemic, I watched The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. straight through had never seen it oh i can't i forgot that's supposed to be my put on i'm right on time for the for the prequel that comes out this weekend the many saints of newark it is actually starring james gandolfini's son as in the movie as well so i'm gonna see how he does in that looks pretty good i'm hoping it's not a money grab like how they did the breaking bad movie after that ended like that was just okay really didn't need it I'm hoping this adds a little bit more to the uh, stellar Sopranos series from HBO. So looking forward to that. I'll be watching that this weekend for sure. That Breaking Bad movie was some mid. It was just some look. Uh, mid still selling though. You ain't going to the movies to see this? No, it's on HBO Max. I'm chill. I'm watching it. I'm going to, I think I may go to the movies and see this. I can respect that though. Even with the theater room, I may go to the movies to see this. I'm that <laughs> much. Sopranos is like my favorite show. Yeah, it was a shit. I was like, this is like, like your Marvel movie for me. I forgot all about it. That was going to be my put on, but I'm definitely going to see that Friday night. Absolutely, man. Hey, guys, again, we appreciate you guys for tapping in. Make sure you support The Real at patreon.com slash realville. We got new reviews coming up. Um, actually, a new review should be up as soon as y'all as soon as y'all hear this, man. I think uh, me and Twin, shout out to M Extra, uh, Jay-Z Volume 2. Uh, nice. That should be live by the time you hear this. And of course, new ones coming every month. We appreciate you guys for tapping in. Anything else before we get out of here, bro? That's it, man. We appreciate you guys supporting us. Tap into the Patreon. Help us get those listeners up and let's do it. Hey, man, we out. Yeah.